Greetings, readers. This is the Recap Book Chat. We are thrilled that you're with us because reading illuminates your life like a star. As J.R.R. Tolkien said, little by little, one travels far. Hello? Can you hear me? Yes, lovey. Can you hear me? <laughs> well, it's the first. But, uh, well, I thought maybe we should do this one with an accent, since we talk like that apparently all the time. Smile big. Smile big. Uh, well, and, isn't it weird that you and I don't remember it, but they do? Yeah. Well, I, I guess I should have uh, asked the lady. Like, I, hey, I just mean to, I just wanted to apologize for if I, the last time we were together. I, uh, yeah, the accent, you know, I, I, I just want to apologize for that. She probably thought I was crazy. Oh, man. Well, if it didn't bother her, see. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know how I noticed some podcasts I, listen to they they say this is our second uh 100th episode this is our what which episode is this for us um i i'll have to get back with you on that i'm not sure okay um because i broke it up into i don't think we're at 100 yet because this is season two and we're like in the 40s okay of the second season so I, that'd probably if it's double it's like 80 so i think we're getting close though so yeah i should I, i'll i should get a track on that so we can celebrate our 100th episode that's what i was thinking i just yeah. wanted to go big go big that's on a good that one, one. maybe yeah. we'll ha- maybe the count of monte cristo can fall <laughs> oh that would be great if we, <laughs> if we could do that yeah um, dare to dream dare to dream because that's a big one but yes but you've already got that gung-ho attitude. Bring, bring it on, sir. <laughs> I can pick it up on Sunday because, uh, you know, I don't have it. But I, I still have this other reading to do. So, uh, Okay. Yeah. I'll try to do that, too. So. And, I, and, I'm, and I've got my book here because I didn't write a bunch down because I don't know if I didn't have my thing. But I have it in the back of my book how you do. You know how I do. So, yeah. But but you don't have your physical book with you? No, I have my physical book and my other one. Oh, okay. Okay. But I have to, I'll, I'll be turning in the book. So I'm putting the phone over to one side so you won't hear me flipping pages. But although okay. that's not a bad thing to hear. No. Hey, it's a, it's, that's a, some people pay for that sound. <laughs> I found a ton. I guess they're feeding me this, but a ton of book stuff that I've been posting on the, the, the thing because they're just feeding me all this book stuff. Yeah, I, said, okay. I know. That, that's what I'm like, and it's annoying because <laughs> I don't get it's, to search for it. You know. Well, it's annoying because how well they know you. Like, because sometimes yeah. something will pop up in my Facebook ad that I'll actually end up getting or whatever it is, and I'm just like. And then I really like it. And then I'm like, uh, you know, it's just a little annoying how well they know us. 
So, mm-hmm. a little creepy. But All I can say is 1984. That's right. Yeah. That's right. All right. Were you ready? I am ready for episode. We have no idea which number. <laughs> uh, we I like to we keep it start, on the down low. We should start it like that, but we 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 could say, well, you know, no, just for grins. As we close out, this is this our last show of 2022. You'll post mm. it on Tuesday. Yeah. Okay. So this so is we it. Can do, we can do that and say this is our last. Oh, well, this is a good one. This is a good one to end the year on, don't you think? Like it was, it had a lot of closure, and yeah, I think this is a good one. Yeah, okay. this is not a book that you need to abandon for sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And welcome to the recap book chat. Thank you so much for joining us today. We are closing out the year on the recap book chat with winter garden by christina (laughs) christian right Uh, yeah that's what happens we're doing this at night we usually do it in the morning so we may be a little goofy but no no i'm gonna i'm gonna do it though i got we got this we're gonna do that again so okay And welcome to the Recap Book Chat. Thank you so much for joining us today. We are closing out 2022 with Winter Garden by Tristan Hanna, which we really love her. Yes. And this book, I will say, was given to me by Kim Cowan. So I want to say thank you to her. And also she gave it to me that she said she didn't like it. <laughs> That's why we didn't read it for a long time. I know she, she gave it to me with a bad book review and I don't know if she finished it, but she just didn't like the beginning of it. And I will say that, and will you agree? The beginning is really hard. Yeah, the, it is. It's, there's just, it, it seems like it takes a long time to see any growth or, you know, it just seems like we're in a, or any hope, I should say. We're, yeah, we're, we're in, in a dysfunctional family. Yeah. We're like a hamster on a wheel. We're going round and round, and you're like, ah! But and you really don't think there can be hope. I did not expect the story to lay out like it did. So I would say this is not a book to abandon. Stick with it because her writing is still really. I mean, it's, it's remarkable. But interwoven in it, my favorite parts of the book were the parts where the mom tells this uh air quotes fairy tale and that just gets it it just pulls you into the story Mm. but i i'm like that so we have two sisters meredith and nina and not close at all (laughs) and they they had this um they both loved their dad had a great relationship with him but in the picture, their relationship with their parents, like a teeter-totter, and they're down at the bottom with dad, and it's just all good. And the mom is way up, isolated, all by themselves, all by herself, and she doesn't even look at them. That's kind of their life. Mm-hmm. And the relationship, they have such a good relationship with their dad, but no relationship with their mom. Zero. 
and it's yeah like he really he's he's the glue that held the family together the dysfunctional family yes you know they were Mm -hmm. totally dysfunctional and so you you really think there's you know no hope (laughs) because the whole story takes off when he dies Mm -hmm. and he gives each one of them uh, you know he tells nina one thing he tells Nina to make sure the mom tells her story because she's never told this the whole story. She just tells a part of it. And the lights have to be off when she's telling the story. Why and do you think that is? I, I don't, I don't, I kind of thought she was crying. I think it had to do, definitely had to do something with vulnerability. Yeah. Like not, not because it's, it, it's her life story. And so getting that out there is like, and then everyone's looking at you, you know, can, yeah. I guess that's vulnerable. And it, it really is about her lifetime during the, in Russia. And, um, oh, I forgot how old she was at first. She's just 15, right? Cause or, then remember the mom and the boy and she's like, she's just 15. Oh yeah. I think right. so. Something like that. And just really, she had a good relationship with her dad who was a poet right a poet mm-hmm. thinking and um he was what what was the it, it, she called him in the fairy tale the black dragon right stalin and that's stalin and so there's a lot of that uh, that you know we and i when i'm reading this all how terrible their life was i mean um I, i'm just kept, couldn't believe that we were allies with him I was just it bothered yeah, me. I know. I it just doesn't make sense. Well, I don't know. And but I just like you know, they just because their dad their dad was a writer, uh, he was taken away and then they were just in poverty and they go back to the her grandma's house, which was like I, I pictured that being extremely small. Yes. And then uh, Oh, in the meantime, she did. She does marry. She she gets married. What was she? Probably eighteen when she got married, or yes, I think so. And has two children by the age of twenty-two, right? Yeah. And in there, I mean, then he goes to war, and so it's her mom and her grandma and the two children, and um, in this little. I mean, I want to say hovel, but I mean, and we forget, you know, now we're having a blast of cold for, you know, it's like two degrees or one degree. They did that all the time. Yeah. Um, I loved what you said earlier when I was talking to you about you had to fill up the car and you're thinking this is nothing compared to uh, what. And I forgot what. What was her name? She had, she, they usually call her mom, but she had a, was it? Um, Vera. Vera. Yeah. And Anya is what her dad called. Anya is what they. Knew. Her daughter. Yeah. But, but yeah. Yo, oh, you're saying the, yeah. And, and it was, um, well, there was a big change of events because. As I, for some reason, it went from bad to worse because for a while there, you you could stand in line and get rations, and then as as the story progresses, I mean, they're burning the furniture. 
Well, and so this is modern day St. Petersburg. And it's like, I mean, this, anyway, the, the, I think it was bad off before war even started, but then the, the city was under siege, so they couldn't get any supplies in or out. So it's like, nobody's getting food, you know? And um, I liked, and so you're going back and forth, you're going back in time to, and then you come back to present time. And the two sisters are like daylight and dark, but one of them uh, is like, she stayed there. And the other one, uh, the other one was a, is like a world famous photographer. So she's been all over the world. So she didn't come home much. And then Meredith, she's been there, worked with her dad and married and has two daughters and she's the reliable one. And, and so they're totally different, but at one point, her um, Meredith's husband, Jeff, tells her she is just like her mother. And whoa, <laughs> she was not too happy about that. So which which of the sisters did you feel like you related with more? The younger, you know, Nina or the Meredith? Um. Well, I would have probably been more like, I wouldn't have traveled all over, but I would not have stayed. So I would have left. I would not have been able to, to stay there under those circumstances, you know, but she, she did. And she, she... it's it's funny because I relate more with Meredith. So I, I could like, I could see that. So, but Nina is a little bit more of a rebel. And so she, <laughs> she, she goes against the flow. So, but that, it, I love how they, at the end of the story, how they tied all that in there, like, you know, and that's really, everyone has their place. Everyone needs to be different, you know, and then it's beautiful. Yes. Well, and then I liked when, um, Nina, she knows it's, it's a script, but anyway, they're trying to get the, she's trying to get her mom to talk. So Every time when they sit down to a meal, <laughs> she has everybody, they have to answer something. And of course, my, mine was uh, my favorite one that they did besides songs, movies or whatever. One time she said, your favorite author. And then the mom said, Dr. Shivago. Yeah. And I thought, oh, didn't we read that? <laughs> yeah. Said, That's the one you made me read. Because I was just like, I'm going to put that on the back of the shelf. <laughs> But then I was glad I read that because I have a connection in my book. I said, oh, yeah. Yeah. And I'm surprised that she liked that, actually, because I'm like, because she she never talks about her life in Russia and doesn't even, you know, go by her given Russian name. And, you know, so that's that's funny that she was. Yeah. Uh, And then one time, you know, she's Meredith is like her mom because her mom has a wall around her and Meredith's husband says, uh, Mare, you have a wall around you and I'm tired of climbing it. Yeah. And I went, woo. I mean, he pretty much told her what it's like living with her. Now, the Mm -hmm. weird thing about Meredith's mom is her and her dad had a good relationship. Yeah. That's ironic. Mm -hmm. Which you, you get told at the end. So you just gotta keep going. Because it all makes sense at the end. I mean, really, at the beginning, though, you're thinking she's just a horrible mom. You're like, really? 
I can't believe she does that, you know? Uh, yeah, like the, you'll get little snippets like Nina's going away to summer camp or somewhere. And she, all the other moms are there are waving and everything. Her mom brought her and dropped her off and left. And she didn't look at her. And and the girls that's say what that broke, she doesn't That's what broke Nina. Nina. Yeah. She yeah. won't look him in the eye. and But that's the memory that Nina kind of, she stopped seeking Caring. her mom's love. Yeah. She, she tried to not love her mom, which that didn't work, but she tried to distance herself, I guess. And then Meredith's breaking point was when she wanted to put on a play, which was based on the fairy tale, mm-hmm. thinking she was seeking her mom's approval and she got a scathing for it. And oh, so- and, and humiliated because she didn't even get to finish it. Yeah. And Jeff was there, her, mm-hmm. I mean, they had all, I guess, been childhood sweethearts. So, I mean, uh, man, it would have been tough. It would have been tough. But I love the, I love how, and she, she does such a good job of writing it and she does it so well, um, pulling the past and the present together and really connecting them. Like, I, and that's, it's a story that unfolds that you, you can't hardly put it down. Like, I mean, it does take a while, I think, initially, as but most books do to get kind of in to so you kind of know everybody. But but this takes I feel a like little it's... longer. I think it takes a little longer to, but to because of the dysfunction, it's it's difficult to read. I think yes, because like you said, there wasn't hope. You thought there was no hope. But when she starts getting into her story, in the fairy tale, which it starts off as a fairy tale, but. When she starts telling that, it like, I think that's what, but I think that's what the book does. So the mm-hmm. book, like you said, it starts off kind of, you know, tightly and then it just kind of, it loosens up and expands over. But I think you have to it. have that bumpy beginning to cherish the end. You have yes. to have that. You have to go through that difficult stuff. Uh, her writing is, I had this one, uh, circled nina couldn't really blame meredith as soon as their little conversational jumper cable had been used <laughs> so <laughs> i thought that because every uh, night they have she calls that jumper cable but it is because it and then after that after they all said their favorite book silence but she said she liked the new um the so-called new tradition but and then I put a note out there, old habits die hard. That's good. They do. And but and it's like that's why you kind of need rebels to kind of shake things up and not hold and keep doing the same thing. You know. Yeah, cuz at one point their mom is having trouble uh dealing with her loss of Evan, which was the dad. So Meredith and she's trying to run the business and everything puts her in an assisted living or a nursing home. Mm-hmm. And wow, when Nina hears about that, here she comes and breaks her out. <laughs> and then she's going to stay and take care of her. So they're fighting about that. But little does Nina know, because Nina's dad said, get her to tell you the story. She has to finish it. Well, Meredith is done with the story. She doesn't want anything to do. But so she's packing the house up but as her mom when her mom tells the story she like sits outside the door and listens for a while but she won't miss the story either and i don't think any any reader would close the book once they get into the story no i i you know you just can't i mean i i lost a lot of sleep on that book <laughs> so, sorry 
No, but it was good. It was. I mean, there's just points when I'm like, I I gotta know what happens. You know, I gotta know. So, and there's, and, and she just does a really good job of giving you this background information of, uh, like the historical background information. You know, like at one point in the Russian story that's back during the um the Great Purges, um or no this this was during World War Two then, while they're under siege I think, but she's pulling off wallpaper and boiling it because there's flour and oil or something in the glue from the wallpaper um just so they because that's how hungry they were like that's what they were doing and like i never even heard of that and so i mean she does, she does her homework yeah she does her homework and just the just the fact that people lived through that it's amazing like i mean the grit that it took and 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 it, and she talked about too which I guess I never really thought about a lot, but if you're starving, which most of them are starving, like you start to have brain fog, like, and you're not thinking clearly, which makes sense because you don't have. So like, I think that's even harder to survive when you're starving because you're not even thinking clearly. Yeah. You don't even know what's going on. Yeah. And I I thought of, it's called the black knight that's who who it was and but they're in the midst of all this she still had a little bit of humor because when vera fell in love with the young tutor she tells her mom he he took my breath away and the the mom says uh be careful you will need your breath (laughs) (laughs) and i just thought well even in the midst of that you know the mom and vera were you know they went through a lot together and it was whew. well. So Vera, who so she's the main she's the main character that the book's really about. She's the mom that was mean that we that we just get the picture that she was mean to these girls in America. But when it goes back into her story, and she's fifteen, her dad was taken away and killed by the the secret police because, and this was during the Great Purges. And so it's like, we kind of got a picture of what it was like for people. There, There's generations of people that lived through both of those, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I never thought about it. Like, and so, or and even before that, because they kept, Vera kept talking about even her grandma and her mom had lived through things similar. Mm-hmm. So it was just every, I guess it was hitting every generation with something really bad. But yeah, so her dad was taken. So she had lived through that where they're getting rid of um, anyone who's a writer or a poet or anything like that. And then, then World War II, and they're living through that, being under siege and all that. So, And not to mention the severity of the weather, too. Oh, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I was about to go, I was about to say something I shouldn't, because I don't want to give it away. I don't want to say anything. But, but what, one thing that I have, I couldn't hardly believe how cold it was in the, where they were. So it was so cold that when they opened their eyes in the morning, they would bleed. Yeah. And they opened them too quickly. Yeah. I was just like, oh. And the amount of people that froze to to death. And she said, you know, there'd be bodies laying on everywhere. They would just stop. If you stop moving, you know. And then she kind of said she quit walking around them. So I guess they just walked over, over them. You know, yeah. I guess at first it would be pretty sad. And then, you know, after a while you, you would just get callous to it. 
and that was one of the worst winters i think too so it was a double whammy so not only are you having extreme political problems and unrest and war you're also having nature you know and she's trying when when um you know, like Vera, she's trying to help her kids deal with this. And I don't know if we think about what, and, and I, I found a, I put a quote that Vera knows comfort will not help her children. And then, then I put, they need, and then I put page 311 and I'm like, wait a minute, what did, what did I say? <laughs> Vera knows that comfort will not help her children. This is a lesson she has learned since the snow began to fall on Leningrad grad her children need strength and courage now as they all do it does no good to cry or whine for that which cannot be had and then she goes over to the fallen chair and breaks off a leg cracking it in two pieces she feeds it into the uh, and they have a name for the heater or something like that and um, that she gave her wedding ring to get that one of my one of my quotes is similar but a little bit different but uh hope is a fragile thing easily broken if handled too much and i'm not sure if i agree with it but i just thought it was written so pretty like i love i understand why like the characters that saying that you know doesn't you know has to do that to survive but um and i like that another one i liked is uh she hadn't been where it mattered making memories with her husband and children and because that, that's Meredith when they were looking at old pictures after her dad passed away she noticed they were like of her of her husband and, and her dad and her kids and stuff and she's like where, where was I she said probably washing dishes and doing you know well and making then another something. time I put some funny things because one time Nina you know she doesn't really care what she looks like and Mer- Meredith is picture perfect so uh-huh. when Meredith walks in, Nina looks, she said, you look like a Unabomber. And she said, good morning to you, too. <laughs> I know. What, let it get to her. At one point, she, she was literally asking Meredith, like, how do you always look so good? Like, and she's like, really wanting to know. And it's funny because some, there are those people that no matter what they do could look, look really good. I mean, I played basketball with some that like, you know, like looked had their makeup done looked great and then they step off the court looking the same and i'm like i'm, I'm probably sweated like 20 buckets of sweat or something yeah i'm like i, I didn't wear makeup but there'd been no point because it would have been it would have been gone well so. in in the in that when she was talking about what her children needed in before that it had had the quote anything can become ordinary and i think she she said she learned that from you know like stepping over the bodies or anything like that so i think sometimes we can do more than we think we can but we haven't had to but Mm. even that can become ordinary you know because i've heard a lot of people say well my kids won't read at night my kids won't do this i think well that what an what a great thing if reading together as a family or or everybody having their own quiet reading time if that was a habit and it became ordinary Mm-hmm. But when people say, well, my kids don't like books or whatever, that just means they haven't found the right book. Because, you know, what a comfort for something like that one book we read where it was actually a comfort 
they'd had, oh, it was the Agatha Christie book. It was a comfort for them to have tea time. And people are dropping like flies. <laughs> and then they said, oh, what a comfort to have tea time. Great connection. That was such a great connection. Yeah. And I mean, and people just like, are it, dropping like flies. <laughs> oh, tea time. Okay. Oh, I'm so much better. Such a difference. But that like our, our, it connects with the power of habit book we did too the last time, um, because it's that the reason why she like you're saying became ordinary because her brain was making that a habit. Oh, so it's very like good connection. So yeah. then, yeah, so you're not noticing. So that's our brain's way of protecting us, right? Mm, I didn't think of, I didn't make that connection. Good job. Good yeah, job. Thanks. You must be drinking enough tea to get your brain in <laughs> high gear. Uh, I'll have well, a spot of tea. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just amazed, though, of the grit that, you know, the woman had, but yet did not have the grit to make it right with her daughters. You know, and mm. I think we do that because, like, let's connect it to the habit book. It becomes a habit. Yes. Not talking, not sharing your life became a habit. And then here's where I blame Evan, the dad. It could have been ugly, but I think some ugly and we could have gotten it all out in the open and could have maybe been good for the family. But I thought, well, maybe she was too fragile and he just didn't think, you know, he could he could do it. You know, oh, I don't know. I'm sorry, just a minute. Love you. Good night. I'll come kiss you when I'm done, okay? Love you. I'm, I'm doing a podcast right now. And you have chocolate all over your face. <laughs> okay. It's fine. Okay, love you. Are, are you. Did you brush your teeth? Okay, go wash your face. Jonah, go wash your face. Jonah Matthews. That's one. Two. He has, he has a ice, chocolate ice cream all over his face. That reminded me of you with ketchup all over your face and you wouldn't wash it off. And it broke you out. Yeah. I don't know. I'm very sorry. What were you saying? Um, well, You're I making like, a connection. I cannot even remember. but uh, To the power of habits. Again. Well, we'll just go on from there. <laughs> I can't remember it, so you might have to cut that part out because I don't okay. even remember. Maybe that's what happens when you do a podcast with a person. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what would be your most memorable scene? Mm. Man, that would be hard because it has a lot of pivotal scenes in there. Yeah. But uh, one of my favorite times in the book was when Nina makes them all take a trip to Alaska. Because I've kind of always wanted to go to Alaska because, you know, it's 49th state, of course. But I just kind of thought that something important is going to happen in Alaska because um, Meredith had found a letter from a professor in Alaska and Nina kind of tracked it down. And um, I just kind of thought that was hope, a lot of mm, hope. You yes. Know? 
but you know, when you were talking about the difference in the sisters, well, Nina thinks um, that she's the one that's the goof up in the family. It's funny because Meredith doesn't see herself as she is. And um, I just think that sometimes it's good to just have open lines of communication where, you know, you, so you could ask someone, well, what do you think my gifts are? What, what do I bring to the family? And then mm -hmm. ask and then share. And then, you know what I'm saying? But that does take a degree of vulnerability. A hundred, oh, huge vulnerability. And, and, but I think that's, I think that's what it takes to get the relationships we want. Like, I think we all want this really connected and really um, open, you know, where it's like, we're, we're kind of on the same page. But I think to get there, you have to be vulnerable and probably be rejected and, and misunderstood and all of that. So I, I did like the, I did like how this bo book really showed that how easily we really do misunderstand each other. Like, because oh, definitely, definitely. I loved that they did that. They went from there's parts in the book that go back and kind of clear up some misunderstandings that the girls had that the mom did that they did vice versa. Like that when was cool. When she finishes the fairy tale, everything becomes clear, but I do have a, I put on page three thirty. it was a pivotal, pivotal moment uh, because the mom laid a, she mom laid a hand on her forearm. Look at me, Meredith. I am what fear makes of a woman. Do you want to end up like me? And she was talking to Meredith because Meredith's husband had left her. And she wanted her to call him or do whatever. And he left her because she wouldn't say she loved him. Mm -hmm. And the, why wouldn't she say that? You know, she did love him, but she wouldn't say it. So I, I don't know. I, I just thought that was clever because the mom right then the mom changed because she says uh i think meredith said she'll wait to call him or whatever and the mom touches her and says never wait mm -hmm. and then she tells she tells her that i am what makes of a woman well, what fear makes of a woman so that shows you how powerful fear is because it totally dominated her life oh yeah mm -hmm. but That's then a great i love point. yeah if you follow that paragraph all the way at the end, you know what it says? And this is after she's told most of the fairy tale. Meredith says, I do want to end up like you. Yeah, I love that. That was such a great line. Yeah. I mean, so I just thought that whole thing came together. She said, you don't want to end up like me. And then she says, yes, I do want to end up. I want to end up like you. I mean, they had no idea about her story. They had no idea the, the life she had. They grew up with this woman who, who they just saw as, it was a stranger the villain she was the villain like yeah. you know and so i'm just like i yeah i wish i wish the dad had have told him but i guess he thought it was her story to tell mm -hmm. and he might not and, I, and that was my other thing i wondered i was gonna ask you that do you think he had heard the full story I don't think it was important to him because she loved him. And, and you know what I'm saying? It, it wasn't pivotal to, to their relationship. And it was to the girls. The girls needed to hear it and everything. So, so you don't think he even knew it. Maybe that's why he couldn't tell the girls about it. I really don't think he did because it, it drained her so much. And he loved her so much. He wasn't going to ask that of her. Okay. See, that's it a, wasn't necessary. Yeah. 
it wasn't necessary for their relationship, but he knew that it was, it was paramount to their relationship. The okay. girl. Yeah. You're right. Because that's totally different than, yeah. So she was a, that's true. Very true. Cause she had a great relationship with Evan. Mm-hmm. So, but he was intuitive enough to understand the importance of the fairy tale. And, that she, and, and that was really important because, you know, you said that might be hard for you to re- read this because, you know, you kind of had a, I had a unusual struggle with my mom. Yes. But I said, but this book was totally different because the, the parents got along. My, my problem was my parents didn't get along. Yeah. And that took a lot out of, a, it takes a lot out of a kid. But that, they didn't have that problem. So we yeah. had a different, different problem, but, and, and, you know, at one point she tells you that uh, Juno was the epitome of Alaskan spirit, a state capital built with no roads leading in or out. The only way to get there was by boat or air. And we just talked about Alaska on our travel Tuesday at school. And that is a fact. Really? So, yeah. I just wanted you to know that this, this <laughs> done her work. So a plus. Yes. Way to go, Miss Hannah. Mrs. Hannah is on the ball. I I wouldn't have thought I wouldn't have thought uh it would be any other way. Yes. But I didn't well, know about the Russian population in Alaska either. Apparently there oh, is. Yes, I, well, it's right by Rus- Russia. We bought it from Russia. So naturally there would be Russians there. Oh, I didn't know we bought it from Russia. Yeah. For like oh. 2 2 cents an acre. What? Okay. It, yeah, I didn't know that. A guy named Seward, and they called it Seward's Folly, because two cents an acre in Alaska is, there's a lot of acres. Yeah. So, um, you know, and and some people think that's what we'll do about America. We keep getting farther and farther in debt. We'll have to sell parts off of of America. Oh. Because that's what, Russia needed money. They sold. They sold you know what? That's probably true. That would be so weird if you're living in a, an American state that got sold and boom, you're, you know. And then I guess they would say, well, there's a lot of Texans in there. Well, it was Texas before <laughs> yeah. it, it was China. I'm sorry. Yeah, that makes sense. So, And I loved when there, she is talking with uh, uh, Jeff and he's she's saying something about, oh, should I not say anything about that? So just leave it. But there is a really good quote there. What's the quote? It says, I didn't fall out of love with you. I just fell. Oh, yeah. Can, can we start over? Heck no. I don't want to start over. I like the middle. <laughs> because it's really not totally about them. It's really about the mom and the girls. But Yeah. But, but I'm the same way. The- I, I said that before. I wouldn't. I don't want to go back to my wedding day, you know, or I don't want to go back to the beginning. I, I'm, I agree. I feel like I've come a long way. <laughs> yes. So, but yeah, it's, and it's such a good story and it does wrap up very nicely. So it's, it's one you definitely have to keep reading. And um, I thought, I thought it had a beautiful ending and um, just anyway. So if, if you haven't heard of it, um, it's it's really good. It's um, Witcher Garden. I was, I was thinking of her other one. What else Stick did she write, it. though? She wrote... So, okay, she, this is the author of, of the Nightingale. Nightingale. And so, The Four Winds. Okay. 
And there's one part where uh, the quote says, mom changed like a butterfly emerging from a cocoon, which I would just like, yeah, powerful. Oh, she's an amazing writer. Like, I I love how she, she, I don't, it, she just paints these phrases sometimes and it'll just catch you and you really feel like you're there. And uh, I mean, I felt like I've been in Russia. (laughs) Yeah. Like through the cold and all of that. And I, I, you know, you almost feel guilty for eating anything after you've read this book. So it really, this is a good book if you want to go on a diet. Well, I don't know. They do kind of talk about food a lot. So yeah. I don't know. Maybe not. They, well, when they, you know, uh, we forgot to mention her. She has a little sister, Vera did. And mm, then and, Olga. And it talks about, yeah, uh, there's a little summary near the end. And um, it says there, there was only Vera, first a young woman falling in love, having her babies, and then a woman afraid. And at one, one time, uh, she, she has to go dig on the, however you say that, remember, she digs a trench or something. Her yeah, and oh, sister. Yeah, that's, she had to work, it was like a, for this, whatever they call it, you're being a good soldier type thing, but it was. Women. Yeah, it was women. women. Digging and, and remember, and, all that. and her sister just reminded me of Unbroken, and I was felt like I was in that raft again, and it was the with the guy who ate all the chocolate. Her sister was complaining. <gasps> oh, great so, connection! You know, yes, like, I yeah. never would have thought of that. Yeah. That's so the, true. Well, she and she was negative and everything. And this, remember the lady who gave honey. Because she said honey is healing, so she put honey on her sister's blisters and stuff, but not on her own. Mm, you're right. She didn't, and and she, you know, I, I'm just like amazed. Yeah. Did you catch too that uh, like, so she did. Vera did also what when she was done with that when she served her time and she went back home. And everyone, when there was the bombs that went off or whatever, she was the one that was like the last bookstore in London girl. Did you catch yes. that? Like, what did they call those that fall the incineraries or something like that? And she has to dispose of it and put out the fire. To oh, keep- yeah. Well, I forgot what that was. Yeah, I know what you're talking about because um, hmm, it's been a while since we've read that. But but that's what she did. It, like, that's what that they kept to keep London from burning down in the last bookstore in London. They had these volunteer people and it, and I'd never really thought about that or heard anything about it till that book. And in this one, she just briefly mentions it, but that's, that's what Vera was doing too. Like protecting during all these raids where everyone mm-hmm. else is hiding. She's up on the top, keeping fires from starting in the building. So, and, and this is another way that she, I mean, just shows you a little bit of the author's talent with, it, it is Sasha who comforts them. I have no comfort left inside of me. I am cold to the bone, afraid that if one of them touches me, I will crack apart like an egg. Mm. And I was just like, whoa. I mean, hmm. Yeah. It is. So good. Did you know that she used to be a, she was a former lawyer turned writer. So wow. that's probably why she's good though. Cause she researches, you know, I think yeah. she's good at researching. And so you, she pulls a lot of factual stuff into her, her stuff. And so anyway, but yeah, so I think that's a wrap on the winter garden by Kristen Hannah or Hannah. Well, 
whatever. Make sure you get it <laughs> or check it out at your library. We're just so glad you popped in to listen and make yourself a cup of cocoa or a spot of tea and enjoy a good read. This is the weather for it. Pip, pip, and all that. Good job. Yeah. I'm just like, wow. Yeah. I. It's hard not to give it away, but there's, yes. oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Did you, did, when did you guess that the girl or that Stacy was her daughter? Well, I kind of thought about it because she was Russian. I kind of thought, is there a connection? I didn't think it was her daughter, but I thought, is she related to him or something? And I, and then it was, you know, until she said it, you know, cause I, I didn't think that she lived. Yeah. I didn't either. I, I didn't think so, that was furthest from my mind. I was like, there's, yeah. So and I can't I, believe, but and then, then I thought, and then I thought, Oh no, like, well, she must've had a horrible life been adopted or whatever. But he survived too. Yeah. And she was a lot more well adjusted than the girls who were with the mom. Isn't that true? You're right. Because she had the love. Uh, you know, you don't need a lot when you have love. Well, but... they weren't hiding from their past either. He was mm-hmm. still like she had pictures up, you know? So mm-hmm. it was like they had embraced their past. And I think um Anya or Vera. I guess was running from it or just denying it. Yeah. Not just not healing from it. Yeah. Just kind of trying to ignore it, but still wanting, I think there's that urge. I think it might've been Garrett who said his friend, that's the detective that usually people that did something wrong, they want to tell you about it. Yeah. Cause that confession is good for the soul. Actually, they want to tell you. Uh, And I think she needed and kind of wanted to tell it, but she couldn't tell it the normal way. So she came up with the fairy tale. Yeah, I think you're right. And That's, that was probably yeah. therapy for her. You know? You're right. But it was there. It was therapy, but it was just little snippets that, it, you know, when it got uncomfortable, she quit. When it hurt too badly. You're right. So she could, when she was in control of it and everything, but it was the play that hurt too badly too quickly she just didn't want to feel anything yeah that but, well that was like reliving it seeing it and maybe she thought meredith would you know end up like her or or you know i don't know well but and is interesting appreciate nina saying thanks for not giving up because you know nina is the one that made it happen yes and did you, did you connect yourself to Meredith when it says, remember when she was little, mom said to Meredith, if her socks were wrinkled inside her shoes, she'd sit down and scream. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. I can totally I just, relate. See, I, see, I told you I related to Meredith. You are Meredith. Man. So, yeah. yeah. You, you better fix our wrinkled socks. So. And then dad said, what's wrong with her? I, said, I pulled them up. I said, look at her, these socks. So. But it was funny. Yeah. Uh, but I thanks, I'm just thanks like, for Whoa. understanding. <laughs> well, I put a little little my little connection thing and I put Kate out there. And my socks. 
And then, so, and I loved it. I think I just so loved the ending. Like Nina stopped in the middle of the dock and looked at mom. It was the train. She said, you couldn't put me on the train and watch it go, could you? Because mm. she knew that was the reason. Yes. And then she says, I tried to be strong enough. I just couldn't watch. It, it, I knew it hurt you too. I'm sorry. But, but those memories, and I, that was the word I was trying to think of reinterpreted that's the word memories were constantly reinterpreted so in a way you can change the past or you can heal it because then they remembered something painful and then they knew why yes and why is important you know yes it's there's something about it even i remember like a long time ago i think i can't remember what we read when we were talking about anger is an unmet expectation and even just looking at like, for some reason, it really takes deflates the anger out of you. If, if you can start thinking like, okay, anger is an unmet expectation. What was I expecting? And then, then you know why? Then it's like, oh, you're not that as mad. Explains it. Yeah. yeah. And this was oh. another quote and I just found it, but Jeff's comment, you're like her, you know, took on a new significance, gave Meredith a new confidence. If there was one thing she learned in all of this, it was that life and love can be gone any second. When you had it, you needed to hang on with all your strength and savor every second. Mm. Isn't that good? That is good. Yeah. I mean, you couldn't say everything, but man, I mean. So what do you think about her winter garden? So that's kind of, that was like a memorial to her first husband. Oh, I didn't ever pick up on that. I just thought she liked to be out in the cold no because on that okay so there used to be there's a monument or some like uh, it was like a cylinder thing and it was always out there and there's always one and then after remember after her husband died then there's another one mm. and that's what nina was taking a picture of oh okay and she and then she so she zoomed in and saw evan on the name so then she looked at the other one and it was a name she didn't know sasha yeah so so i was like that's her like her kind of memorial to them i guess you asked when i knew that her daughter was um stacy it was when she held out the jeweled butterfly <laughs> that's when I, knew. <laughs> I said oh uh, here we go that's when i knew but i was like oh my goodness i'm just like it man it does bother me though because i'm just like ah. Oh. Like, if she had, but then it's hard. I mean, because then she would never have met Evan, which, you know, but at the same time, I'm like, she would have, if she, they were, they were alive, you know? I just wanted to, I was like, man, if they could have just reconnected. But there was, she, a, you know, I think Evan got her out of Russia, didn't he? He was a soldier and he got her out. Yeah. So I don't know that. Uh, you know, I, I guess they both thought each other were dead. Was I don't know. I'm just saying, Russia, Stalin is bad. That's all yeah. I. Stalin. And then I think I think they could have found her. Found her if she didn't go to America, though. And oh, and here's the other thing. I think they could have found her if she didn't change her name. Yeah, that's true too. Because they weren't looking for that name. Mm-hmm. So if she had kept her name, they probably would have found her. Well, that's probably true. 
it's a, it's a, it's a whole thing. What was it? What was that that we just? Is it a movie that we watched or something that somebody checked? No, it was the Book of Names. Same thing. The Lost Book of Names. They didn't find each other forever. And yeah. One was in Florida and one was in. But they did have a little bit of time together. <laughs> yeah, they did. Yeah. I was hoping he was still going to be alive, but. So That's she right. was a lawyer, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, Gretchen Rubin was a lawyer. I think they may, I think lawyers make good writers. I do. Yeah. And even, remember, I read it to you and Caleb, um, uh, something about sideways stories from Wayside School. Yeah. Lewis Sacker, he's a law. Yeah. He was a lawyer. Oh, and it's so silly. Some of his books were just. He also wrote, "There's a boy in the girls' bathroom," and we're going to sue you for that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's on their hit list. Well, I am so glad we should have. You might go back in there and say, "Well, uh, we we wish you a happy, uh, a merry Christmas or something." But you know. Oh, we can do that right now. I can still cut it. I can cut out the middle part of us talking. Okay. You want to end with it? Okay. Well, I mean, what can we say? Something about thank you for listening for the 2022. And we hope to see you in 2023 or something like that or whatever. The next year all the way through. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe, um, maybe we said thank you. Did we say thank you? Would you, we just thank well, you, I just, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh well maybe you should say start out and say this will be our last podcast for 2022 or but maybe people would quit listening after thank you yeah <laughs> maybe, let's just leave it like it is well, well let's that's sort of we wish you a merry christmas and we'll see you next year or something like that we hope to see you in happy new cheer <laughs> <laughs> uh, how, do, how do you say that in thailand that's our main yeah. audience <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking British for? Those people don't care. I, know. <laughs> it's the I don't even know where that is. I got to look it up on a map. Or yeah, um, we're like ranking. I haven't checked it again, but we're ranking like 53 in their in their book selection podcast section. So <laughs> we got some friends. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think I you, when you said one time, it's been a while, but you said you thought one step ahead put us a step behind. I, I'm sure that was it, so true because not many, not no one's going to go read that book. Yeah. And nor, nor would we want them to, because why would we want to torture them? But yeah. So, well, well, well if, if, uh, if, a, if a professor, um, maybe, uh, in, negotiating. Makes, makes his students read that book for a negotiating class maybe they'll start be searching in our founder podcast so true. yeah if we helped if we help one person it'll be worth it but That's man right. you, it's funny when i i sent you the letter from hank the cow dog and you said i don't see any mistakes at the top of it it said december 2023 <laughs> <laughs> i didn't see it I said, thanks, sis. Uh, so it's copied. Dad got it copied at Radio Check. And I said, you know what? I, I might cut that out like a dog chewed on it, but I might not. You know what you could have done is uh, you could have said, like, 
maybe gone back and found all the typos and then said, P.S., see if you can find, see if you can get the right amount of typos. <laughs> so I, think I added something to it. I said, um, and I think I, what did I put at the end? P.S. Did yours have a P.S.? No. P.S. Mistakes were made. Oh, yes, it did. Yeah. Hopefully my message is clear. Your friendship is extremely dear. Gotta run, fellas. A flea's attacking my ear. So that tells you mistakes were made. But the first one, I think I'll just kind of cut the edge off and it'll say 2020 and then cut off the three. Because it's mentioned in the letter. So it'll be all right. But, uh, you know, I know Linda, she's kept every single one. So. Oh, yeah. A faithful reader. Yeah, there's one. There's one in every crowd. But anyway, I'm glad it's done. So, and I'm not going to send them out to just people that just send us cards. So there's not as many. And believe me, there's a few that are diehard people that, you know, but not not, not a lot. But how did, oh, yeah. And I was going to tell you, not, do not forget, since you mentioned pretzels, you know, that mustard that i gave to garrett is supposed to be really good on pretzels for okay charcu- for a charcuterie you know Ooh, okay I w- i'm glad you mentioned that because we're doing a charcuterie board tomorrow for christmas eve we're kind of doing like a kind of snacky food stuff so well use that use those utensils and get that mustard out and yeah great hey, idea maybe it did you need to be reminded I did. I, I didn't even remember about the mustard. So it's supposed to be really big deal. That's what okay. she said. It's really hard to hard to get because they sell out of it all the time. So well I am I feel good. That was on my list and now we got that done. That was on your list too. Yeah. That's on check tomorrow's list. See, I, I am glad you called. So started off God as an email. God wanted us to do it tonight. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, it sounds like you, you have know. a full schedule tomorrow. Yeah, you never know. Yeah, well, Cam could be here. Dad, Dad will be here. So, yeah, it was perfect. It was perfect time. But Perfect anyway, time I, and perfect body. <laughs> I was just like, man, make sure. Yeah, now you can go make sure that Jonah has his face clean. He's probably not allergic to chocolate. but Oh, he he came back and showed me. Oh. I'm, sit, I'm just sitting in the sauna. It's not on, but I thought it'd be like a sound booth. Oh, so. well, that's pretty cool. I could yeah. do that. I could have done that. Hey, sis, you know what I was thinking? Uh, I, I should have mentioned, you remember what that whole thing was so hilarious when when you you had that on and you wouldn't wipe your face off and Cam and Caleb said, sis, get you, you know, who's going to want to marry you with that on your face or something? You said, well, I'm going to marry someone who doesn't care. And he said, that's what we're worried about. <laughs> yes yes i don't know why certain things you remember i know know, delivery or what i I think it was just well said yeah Uh, but his eyes were kind of that's what we're worried about (laughs) (laughs) but then when you did wipe it off it it was still on because you were a little bit allergic because i'm i was allergic to tomatoes too hmm yeah but not bad but you know Hey, when my toes flare, you know, when I had all that, what, I know they did the UV light. Did they give me anything to put on it or was it, did, was it just keep it under the UV light? I don't really remember. I thought you put a cream on there. 
Hmm. I was thinking, remember like, what kind? Yeah. No. Are your toes messed up? Well, yeah, they kind of started. and But they do that ever so often. But I'm like, I don't know if it's just the... Because they don't... Because if it happens in the summer, I'll just, like, make sure I go outside a lot more or make sure they get... But in the winter, I'm like, huh. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? You need to do the sauna. I, I did do the sauna. Um, was it yesterday? Hmm. So... Well, could you get up early and do it tomorrow, too? No, yeah, I could do it tomorrow. But I'm just like... I. I don't know. I'm just curious what... I don't know. What it, it, it was probably, you know, some kind of cream you probably wouldn't want to put on now. But I, I was just curious if it was like antibiotic? Because I'm yeah. like... But why don't you try putting uh, that stuff I've been putting on? I did the silver twice and I don't I don't feel like it helped very much. Okay, so then that's not it. What about... Hmm. So... They they're broken out. They're itchy and red, and it's that just a, and it's my middle toe on each foot. That is weird, sis. Because my and and the the silver didn't help. Uh-uh. Did you have any to take? Yeah, orally? yeah. Because I think that helped me. Okay, help spreading anyway. Well, you could try the tea tree oil. I tried that on my hand too. I did all the stuff that you said. Tea tree oil, neem oil, and the coconut oil. You don't have any ozone oil, do you? I think I might. I thought I did have it somewhere. But, like, what what did they say it was when I was a kid? Uh, I don't even remember. I just thought it got infected. You know, and so by the time I was just worried you were going to lose toes. So, and and I might have it written down in something mm-hmm. somewhere, but I don't know off the top of my head. I just want to say, I just thought it was, it was not athlete's foot because we thought it was athlete's no, foot no. and they said it wasn't. So it was like eczema or something, I want to say, but. Antifungal. Yeah. I mean, actually the stuff that we were putting on it was not, you know. So it wasn't bacterial. It, that's what I'm trying to figure out. It was like, I guess from, it's something internal then. Yeah, from within. And I don't know why it would be on those. Of course, you know, here's the thing. The holidays, I always have something wrong with me the holidays. Have you ever thought noticed that? Something is always wrong. <laughs> like with this the, year, it's the hands. But I think there's stress in the holiday. Even you, though you like the holiday, there's still a little bit of stress. And, and especially with teaching, because I got to get all the stuff done. Yeah, that's true. And um, then you've got to get all of your ducks in a row for kids. You want to get everything done. And but and it, I think it comes out on your weakest area. But you're, Is it on both feet? Yeah. That is strange. And, and it's the same. That's the... That's the same toes when I was, that's the same ones. You know what I'm saying? That's the, I know. because Yeah, it's so weird. Because it's like, I've felt this before. But, yeah. Deja vu. Yeah. And you don't, do you have any just, I I wondered if just putting black seed oil on it would, would help. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, I do have black seed oil. I have some that I was I could have put on it. I just now thought of that. You know what? Huh. I wonder if this is it. Well, because they had told us to. It's called like root root something. 
clean root or I don't know, but she told us to take it and, uh, but it's like a, it's a heavy metal, it like detoxes you. And oh. I'm, I'm even, but I'm even giving it to the boys, but we're just doing like one drop. But I'm like, I feel like I started back probably, I wonder if it's like detoxing. It could be. Know. Hmm. But yeah, she said you don't want to like, if you do, because I think it says like 10 drops in there. She said, if you did that, you'd have like super headache and acne breakout everywhere and all this because you're detoxing quickly. And I was like, oh, I don't want that. Well, when but, you did the sauna, what did you do detox? Uh, I think I did uh, the cardiovascular. That's what I always do. Because I did detox once and then I did this, the lights for skin. Because, you know, to me, once, but hopefully you're not like me, but once it starts spiraling out, I can't heal, you know. What's the light for skin? There's two. One is yellow. It's on the, the, bo- the bottom of the yellow. Okay. And that, that was, uh, there's two, two things. I wrote them down and I, cause I didn't know which one to do the yellow, the, says purifies skin and then it says helps with indigestion and body distress and then on green it's the third one down and i'm and i'm counting the green button that has green you go down so it would be the uh second from the bottom and it says stimulates muscle skin cells nerve and circulatory system cool yeah, there's nothing that says itching or whatnot, you know, but skin, you know. Is does yours, is yours hot? Like, is your hand, like, you, you know how stuff has a fever or no, is it's normal temperature? Well, it mine's on the mend now. It might have been earlier, but I mean, but now, I mean, it doesn't look great, but it looks a whole lot better than it did. And it was just... Uh, but see, the weird thing is, while school was going on, it was just itching like crazy, but looked normal. Mm-hmm. It didn't even show anything. Really? Yeah. And then, but there's a bigger patch that's about the size of a dime on the, my right. My right hand's worse than my left. But, it's not. It's not like psoriasis. Because it's psoriasis doesn't get like blistery, right? Yeah. Well, this was bumps underneath, but I don't know. But it's weird because, you know, I thought, is it connected to arthritis or, you know, I don't hey, know. Hey, have you done like, could you do like a hand bath with that Epsom salt and just soak your hands? Well, I never did the Epsom. Did you do your Epsom salt? I d- I've put my feet in it, uh-huh. like not recently, but I'm like, I was thinking. And then I was like, I, you, you should try that. Like that, that way, then you're getting magnesium, you know, which okay. is going to help you anyway. And like, and then you don't have to use as much Epsom salt because you're just doing it on your hands. Like just soak your hands. And I don't know if I have any, but I have been soaking my hands, but it's not been Epsom salt. It's been dishwasher, dishwater stuff. But you know what? The itching that was driving me crazy is yours just itching. Yeah. And when you put that 23 stuff, nothing happened? No, I didn't feel like it helped. But I did have to wear, I did have to wear socks and shoes all day 
maybe oh. so maybe i just do it again tomorrow and where well, nothing's on it put it on before you go to bed yeah for sure and just let it evaporate maybe because that that felt good to me putting it on but it didn't last long i mean i'll admit that i woke up scratching but at least your middle toe may be protected by the other so you don't scratch which yeah it's is yeah it's weird strange but strange well you take care of yourself sis well you take care of yourself so i hope you didn't overdo it with your hands and cooking and cleaning today well, I had to because I thought I was losing power. So, you know, I was like, oh, no, oh, no. And then it, then I prayed. I prayed, just just let me get this turkey done. Just let me get this. And I did. And I said, well, but the, the lights are still on. Does that mean I'm supposed to keep cooking? <laughs> <laughs> the lights are on. <laughs> Sheila cooks right on. But dad, dad came. He said, oh, I got a load. So he went to... T- you know, I, I, before I let you go, I have to tell you what he did. He went to town and he knew I was worried about my classroom because it is so cold on that north by the bathroom. Yeah. And he, he bought a heater and set it up in my classroom. In, oh, in my well, that is nice. Yeah. And to I keep said, it from freezing. Down. Yeah. Oh. And he said, but it's on that north side, so it may freeze anyway, but at least you'll know. And I said, yeah, that, that, that was kind, very kind. Yeah. Because uh, Jana's had Amanda go over there and check. And she said, well, you're, it, yesterday it was on 70. I said, well, that heater works really good when it's not cold. <laughs> it does. Uh, it never quit working on a warm day. Yeah. So, and, and when he went in, it was 40 something. Ooh, they, that's too cold. Yeah. And that was kind of, you know, it's just now getting, how, how, how uh, long is it supposed to be cold? I don't think very long. I think it's just kind of a couple of days and then it's, okay. I think we're supposed to get up in the seventies, like in a week. So oh, I'm like, oh, and you do need to listen to that Jordan Peterson. Cause you know what? Cause it was talking about, I think that was the one where parents shouldn't listen to the news in front of their kids. Cause kids don't know how to process that. Mm, that's that's good. really not good for them because i mean you could listen to the news and say uh you can if they have to know you know you could say Mm -hmm. oh we're not going to school today or something but you don't say tornado like that you don't do that Mm -hmm. and you know how they do they sensationalize yes you know because they want to sell stuff and they want to you know but Mm -hmm. and i thought that made sense which you were pretty lucky growing up because we never had tv so yeah I mean, until you were older, but we just, you know, we didn't know what was going on. And yeah. and that's not a bad thing. Yeah. Because, you know, the world is turbulent. But yeah. Not near as turbulent as Leningrad. So Leningrad became St. Petersburg. Mm-hmm. And didn't we learn that in War and Peace? If we did, I didn't get it until this book. <laughs> okay. Well, I thought that we learned that we, or some, I think it had to be that one maybe but I'm i know i know war and peace talked about st petersburg a lot but okay so maybe we didn't get leningrad well i don't know where that came from then interesting see what happens it kind of you know yeah, but what okay how many stars do you we won't say it on the podcast but i gave it four because of the language we forgot to say language 
Oh, I gave it five because oh. it it was a good. It was really well, very well constructed. But I liked oh. it. You said let's not give it stars anymore because who are we to judge? But you know, yeah. but that we have been doing that. So we, I guess we should say. Um, we can know. we can recommend it or not. I guess. I mean, we can or we could say like maybe I don't know. We've never written a book, so this is our opinion. I don't know. Yeah, but, oh, but that's all it ever was was how well did we like it? Yeah. And I and you know what people like that. Yeah. Because do I do I buy this book or do I not buy this book? You know. But okay, so given between this book and um, the uh, Lincoln Highway, which would you pick? This book. That would too, but you gave that Lincoln Highway five stars, I thought. No, I don't think so. I think I gave it, I cut down, I think I'm, you think I did? Mm-hmm. Now, how would you remember that? <laughs> I think so. East Let's, of Eden. I gave that four stars and I loved it. We're talking about Lincoln Highway. I'm Well, where, where was East of Eden and then there were none? Lincoln Highway. Was Lincoln Highway after Rick Stout or before? I think after. Okay. Bookwoman's daughter, before or after Bookwoman's daughter. It. I think it was be. It was right before. Um, the Oliver Twist. Or something. I yeah. gave it four and a half. Okay. Oh, so you did give it more than this one, though. Well, I would have given this four and a half too. Oh. Oh, so you're changing your tune. Okay. Yeah, I want to be consistent. I'm okay. changing. I'll make it half, four and a half. Okay. There we go. And now, you happy? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just saying, you called it out for language, and I thought Lincoln Highway had way more language than this book. So I was just Okay, and here's my interpretation for that. Lincoln Highway, it was just Duchess. This, it's Meredith and Nina. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It wasn't just Duchess. Some of his friends would too. So, especially in the hood. Yeah, it says on the back she is a former lawyer turned writer. I guess I should read that. Huh? Oh, and she lives in the Pacific Northwest and Hawaii. Is that right. is that Alaska? Right. Pacific Northwest. No, that would be like Seattle in there, but oh, she's okay. probably been to Alaska. Alaska. Definitely. Makes makes me want to watch the proposal. <laughs> uh, well, you have fun and don't forget we've got this done. I do you feel pretty good? And Oh yeah, I feel great. That'll just give you less time and then you can prepare it and then post it and we're done for the year. Um it's crazy. Yeah. And I want to I want to, we're going to redo our beginning thing. So be thinking of that too. Okay. Um, I like to do a fresh one, you know, every year. You've so. been good. You're the, like the director. So. <laughs> I, I, want, I want a little more passion on this side. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. You are, well, 
there's this one girl that I listen to sometimes and she is she has a director the director's name's Shady and she's on the show with her but that's where I sent you the uh she's she's the one that invented the word of the year generator and you can just go in there and generate your own word and it's just random and she said the the cool thing about that is is you make it fit you you have to have imagination but you can mm. make it. So I've done it three times. Though, What'd you fun. get? I got em- embody change. And I always forget the last one. But yeah. What did Lynn? Lynn got less. Did I lose you? No. Okay. So you've got it. So all you need to do is just touch it. You, that doesn't have to be your word, but it's fun. And you get some really cool words. Okay. I saw that and I just haven't had a chance to do that. I didn't know what it was. So and, and Angela Peterson, she said she got curious and then, but once you do one, you kind of want to do more than one, but her, the producer, she's, she said she got the same one she got last year, light. And then she said, well, you can do it again. You, you know, it's just a generator, word generator. But I just thought it was fun. That's and, good. And you could at least get, you know, my first word, I think, was change. That's and then good. I said, well, that one's kind of, I mean, I probably could have thought of that one. But when I got embodied, I said, I never would have thought of embodied. Yeah. And her husband, he came on the show and he got childlike. Hmm. And uh, so I thought, whoa. And she said, maybe you need to be more childlike. (laughs) I think we all do. We all do. (laughs) Hey. But anyway, just thought you might want to. Yeah, I'll give that a go. It's it's fun. But, well, you take care. Thanks for being flexible, sis. And thanks for helping me. Well, yeah. Google. I'll I'll get up and do that when I'm fresh in the morning. I'm ready to go now. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I love you lots. Love you too. Take care of your toes. You take care of your hands. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Love you. Love you too. Bye. Bye.